Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hello, 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 everybody. It is my favorite Wednesday. Actually, it's a crazy Wednesday. Look at that little hat. I just came back from a thing called WealthCon, which was a lot of young men and some women working on their real estate. And I will tell you, Mama got on stage in front of a thousand people and crushed it. Oh my God, I had so much fun. I also got to hang out with Lewis Howes, who's got a huge, beautiful podcast. And I'll tell you a fun story about him in a second. I'm excited though, if you're listening on the quote unquote influencer network here on Voice America, we are moving platforms. You may or may not have any effect on your listening ability, but we're moving to variety. They say it's bigger and better and I'm in for it. Uh, And I'm waiting for a guest of mine, one of my oldest friends in life who's having a little issue getting on Zoom. So I'm just gonna chat for a second. If you're watching this visually, you are in fact noticing I'm wearing a hat about wealth. And for some reason, I'm not being spotlighted. Let me do that here. Boom, that changed everything for my visual viewers. Because remember, you guys can always watch this on my Facebook channels. Uh, I love the visual. I just think it's, I got a face for TV. I think so. That's right. All right. So here's the point. Um, Let's talk a little bit about wealth. My, if you're listening live, my birthday is next week, April 25th. It's been my birthday for six decades and I love it and I love celebrating. And what we always do is we raise money, at least the last three years on Zoom to feed America. We have feeding banks right here in my hometown and the money gets directed there. And so I've met some of the people that have been beneficiaries of this. And I think it's a beautiful way to celebrate and to invite you guys to be part of something bigger than all of us. So if that's exciting to you, reach out to me at ForbesRiley.com and say, hey, I wanna join your birthday party on Zoom. Last year, we had some major celebrities join. I was blown away. Somebody gifted me uh, Paul Wilson. Not Paul. uh, That's his brother. Um, Paul, which is um, Wilson, not Mark and Paul, who are the brothers, but the other Paul, the other Wilson. Somebody tell me who it is. He is, in fact, the brother on Aquaman. And I'm spacing on his name. And it's going to be so embarrassing. Josh, help me out here. Can you look that up for me? To my producer, help me out here. Anyway, he came on and I was blown away. I've only met him like from a distance. And I'm a, you know, I'm a fan of movies. What can I tell you, right? So it was sweet. Elaine Lalane from Jack Elaine's Widow came on. I have some breaking news for you guys that you're going to hear first. You won't hear anywhere else. Today, it was announced formally, and we can now talk about it. Mark Wahlberg is going to play Jack Lalane in a movie. Well, as you know, I spent eight years with Jack. Uh, I don't know if there's a role for Forbes Riley or a reference to her, but I did help him with his life uh, in terms of getting him. He had the best-selling infomercial of all time. It goes to billion dollars. And I was the co-host of four of them, which I thought was pretty extraordinary. And so the other thing that I'm busy doing for all of you to know is I'm passionately teaching people to pitch. And why is that important? Well, if you're watching visually and you see my hat says this word wealth on it, you're going to come to understand that wealth is is multifaceted. Wealth is how you're wealthy in your spirit, in your soul, in your bank account, in your relationships, in your educational system, in your body. Wealthy is a, it's a positive state of being. And I'm a huge fan of it. So I was gifted this hat as a gift at the event I went to called WealthCon. But I am 
excited as we're moving into what feels like another chapter uh, of my life. And it, it's going to be the best chapter because it's been extraordinary up till now. But if you're in control of all that you're doing, take it. Too many of you, not me anymore, I was there, let life happen to you. And it pushes you and prods you. You're going to meet a dear friend of mine whose apartment just burned down in Vegas. And that's something that you could consider happened to you. Or you could say, maybe it happened for me. Maybe I need to burn the bridges. I need to get rid of everything old, memories, physical, who knows. But when you take the moment and turn what to other people might look like a horrible situation into gold, it's where that phrase, make lemonade from lemons, comes from. And it's powerful. And it's not universal. I think universal, if you're like my parents, you like to dwell and talk about how bad it is. And you'll sit around the kitchen table like my mother did for 70 years before she died and bitch and moan. I mean, she was lovely. Don't get me wrong. But they never set forth to change anything because they didn't think they had any power. And I just got off the phone with one of my new partners that I'm excited about. These are people I've dreamed of meeting my whole life. And I want to say that I'm nobody special. I'm just me, but I'm a dreamer and a schemer and someone who wrote in a book that the word no doesn't mean stop, but it means never ending opportunity, N-O. And I believe those things so wholeheartedly. And when I meet my heroes and my most amazing people, they're nothing special either. Or are they? You know, I've had a chance to hang out. I'm going to get very emotional with Jack LaLanne. He was special. See, he was different. He just was in a, he was a God from the heavens. That man pulled 70 boats full of 70 people on his 70th birthday, handcuffed and shackled across the Alcatraz river where it was freezing cold. He was, he was one descendant short of God. I've never met anyone on the planet like him and how special of me to get to hang with him and his wife and spend time with them by association. It makes me special. That's all I can say. But growing up, I was an ugly, awkward, goofy little kid, very introverted, very smart, and very happy to spend all my time watching TVs and movies. And then I think the universe just poked me and said, maybe that's not enough. Maybe if we push you a little bit, you'll have a bigger impact. But now that I've come to meet people like a Tim Story or read about Gandhi or Mother Teresa or Oprah, regular people. And that's what they thought until they weren't anymore, until their actions were bigger than them, until their mission was bigger than them. It's not them. And somebody said to me, it's really important that you don't meet your heroes. And I understand why. Because everybody poops. Everybody eats with a fork. Everybody cries at sappy movies. They're regular people who get to go to the grocery store and, and, and have bad days and do all kind of crazy things like all the rest of us. So what is it that makes them special? And I've got to say, it's a combination of the words they say that fall on our ears, that inspire other people. And it really comes down to how you affect other people. It's not about you. And so I was, I was standing in front of a thousand people at this WealthCon event this last week. And when I got off stage, I had the honor of taking photos for two days. People couldn't wait to take my photo. It's not because of me. It was because how I made them feel. It was the words that I choose to use. It was the decades of insanity that I've lived through and can share to inspire other people. And that really is the secret of life. 
who knew? Because I, I didn't growing up. I didn't have any friends. I, I didn't honestly know that you could affect change at all. All I was trying to do the first 20 years of my life was to get approval. You know, getting an A on a test, I win. Getting my dad to say I'm a good girl, I win. Getting awards, getting achieving things. I've achieved a lot in my life, not because I wanted to achieve those things, but I wanted to prove to my parents that I was worthwhile. And when you look at a whole list of achievements um, from National Fitness Hall of Fame to Miss Teenage New York and the Miss Teenage America, graduating college with two degrees, I could go down the list. I didn't do it because I wanted the accolades of the award. It was back then because I wanted the approval of my parents. Isn't that funny? I wanted my dad, who had a horrible accident when he was in his 50s. I was 15 years old. He spent three years in the hospital. I love that man. And I wanted to have him have a better life. And so I, I got things. I got on Broadway. I, I couldn't wait to invite them. I invited him. It's a very funny scene in a movie. The movie's called Underground Terror. I star in it. And I'm sure you've never seen it, but it's a movie. And it's a fun story about a young woman who gets kidnapped by homeless people under the subway. <laughs> I'm joking about it's fun. And I invited my dad. He ends up being an extra in the movie. And every time I watch him in that one little subway scene, I'm reminded how proud he is. And uh, for those of you listening on radio, I got to take a quick second because I'm very emotional right now. Oh, wow. I'm emotional because I miss my parents. That's part of it. It's my birthday. And that's one of the things that reminds me about them. Isn't that funny? I may have to take a break. Because um, I just got really, really not sad, guys, not sad. But filled with a sense of joy and love and confusion. Here's the confusing part is that there's no rules. I'm watching Facebook right now. My dear friend, Christopher Rausch, uh, just wrote big hug. And thank you, thank you for that. I think for all of you listening, and I will take a break in a couple of minutes because I'm feeling a lot and I it's radio. You guys can't see the tears coming down my eyes. All you can hear is the hesitation in my voice. But I've learned some really freaking cool lessons. And so if you're listening to this, grab a pen and just write some things, not for me, but for you, that might be important moving forward. One is you get what you ask for. Now, that's a strange one. I've never said that out loud before. But if you don't ask, if you stand by the sidelines and wait for something to fall on you, you're going to be waiting a long time. That was the first 20 years of my life. I was afraid to ask. Now, I'm not sure what I was afraid of. If I really think about it, was I afraid of no, possibly? But I think it was afraid of being rejected. I think it was afraid of not being liked. Wacko feelings, right? But nobody in elementary school or middle school or high school taught how to iron out these feelings. The next thing I want you to write is if you peaked in high school, if you were the cool kids, the jock, the rock star, you peaked in high school, you were 16, you peaked too soon. As I'm in my 60th year, I'm just starting to peak now. It was worth waiting for. It's pretty crappy for so many years moving forward, but I learned so many lessons. I learned a lesson that I still do to this day. This is the third one. Write this down. If you're standing talking to people and you notice someone standing on the outside of that circle, invite them in. I was holding court the other day outside the theater after I'd finished speaking. 
And a whole group of people were listening to these words I was pontificating. And there's always one or two people who are a little too shy or standing there. They want to hear, but they don't want to make room in the circle. And I am the one who stops at that moment because I can see them to make room for them. They're called misfits. I'm a misfit. You're a misfit. You don't fit in everywhere. But if you want to fit in, step up, lean in, and have the courage to go, I'm here. I would like to join. That extends to another lesson that it took me a long time to learn. Ask for help. The, the subtext to that is asking for help does not mean you're weak or don't know. I want to say for 20 years of my professional career, I was embarrassed to ask for help. Wow, I wasted so much time if I'd understood the concept of, of, a, of a mentor. They're there to ask for help. I had access to superstars like Dustin Hoffman, Neil Simon. These were friends of mine. And I would just watch, but I never asked for anything. Like, hey, could you introduce me to somebody? Because I was like, oh, I don't want them to think I'm using them. I heard that word when I was younger. You're a user. What does that mean? You use people. I, I think it's a naive statement. We should use each other. We should use each other's expertise, knowledge, experience, triumph, failure, so that we don't have to go through the exact same thing at that level, but maybe a level up or left or right, because we were granted access to understand that that was not a good idea. Don't do that. And then when you get the advice, implement it. The other part of this is number four, and here's crazy, I'm making this up as I'm going along, but it seems to be so inspired right now. Follow up. Follow up. I can probably count a hundred times that if I had followed up effectively, I would have gotten that deal, met that person, made that friendship. But I was so shy that even though somebody said, hey, call me, I wouldn't. I'm looking at, at me now and I want to whisper into my younger ears all the things I'm telling you. Ask for help. Follow up. And then there is no cool group when you're in life. There's like no cool table to sit at. You are your table. So for all misfits, this is kind of exciting, right? I love that Christopher just wrote, how effing funny. My followers, I've named my hashtag misfits for life. I love you, Christopher. You are just spectacular. I have a hashtag too. It's called hashtag watch me. So many times in my life, people said I couldn't do something. Today in a conversation, this woman said, oh, that book will never be worthy of Wall Street Journal. Maybe your third or fourth book. And I had to stop her and I said, I don't think you know who you're talking to. Woo, big boo. I said, you don't know who you're talking to. If I want Wall Street Journal, girlfriend, it's done. It's already done. We just have to go get it. And that is a very powerful statement and a sense of being that I have not embodied until recently. And maybe it was my grandmother's curse. When you hit 60, girl, everything will change. You're not as, as, as you're more, you don't judge as much. You don't like, you don't judge what you're saying. You lose all editorial sense. My grandmother at 97, if you were fat, she'd tell you. She would tell you all kinds of things. She, I was so rude, but was she rude or real? See, when you're 20, Everybody affects you. That's was my deal. Oh, I have to fit in. 
before you kind of get a sense when you cross over 60, you start to lose that editorial sense. I personally, I want you to love me. I want you to like me, but I don't really care. Oh, oh my God. Can't we say that out loud? I don't. I know the work that I do comes from my heart. I know that some people won't believe that, won't see it, won't think it's real. Not on me. That's them. That is them. And I fix a lot of people. I literally go in with my surgical tools. I'm a doctor, Dr. Forbes Riley, but they're mental surgical tools. And I heal people all the time. I'm not going to heal everybody. And if you don't like me, then why did you take the time to even say that? What is wrong with you? Did the world need to hear that from you? So people can live wherever they want to, and I'm going to love them anyway. And I love people who don't like me because I think they're sad. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Guys, I got to take my first break here. I'm going to introduce my guest. But I will tell you that uh, I want to thank you all for listening for so many years and being so attentive and so caring because of the 99% of the people who do love me and what I do, I'm now no longer going to focus on the 1%. And I would advise you to do the same. Hey, everybody, you're listening to The Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. And I got so much more coming. Don't go away. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome back to the Forbes Factor here on Voice America. We're going to keep staying on Voice America, but we're moving to a different channel. I'm so excited about that. So we're rebranding, relaunching next week. This is the last show of a very, very long span. I also want to do a little, uh, a little shout out to my dear friend, Jeff, who I believe started Voice America. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the one who invited me many years ago, was beautiful, and he has since 
moved on to a different place. And I just want to say how grateful I am. We spent a lot of time going to conventions together and for believing in me and for giving me this space. Um, you know, I feel very blessed. Along with that, I have on the phone uh, one of my oldest friends. I have to remember now how we met. I'm sure it's an embarrassing story, and I think he remembers it. And we're going to share that with you. He is brilliant, but beyond everything, he has the best voice of anyone I've ever met. Please welcome Mr. Christopher. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Seriously, were you born with this voice? I believe so, yes. Christopher Raphael, I don't think you did. I think he made this. And when you see him, if you're watching on Facebook, and you should, looks like a prince, a king, and he sounds like that. Mr. Christopher, you. you remember how we met, don't you? What was the story? We met in New York. I remember that part. Yes. And, 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 as I'm thinking about it, do you remember exactly when or where? I can't remember. I can't. We used to know. We used to tell this story. And at the moment, I can't remember either, which is probably just as fine. So yeah. having said that, Christopher, will you share with my audience a little bit about who you are? Yes, I've basically been uh, promoting, uh, doing major events in New York for many, many years. I used to do uh, uh, basically all the opening night parties for all the Broadway shows. I used to do a lot of events for the Tony Awards, for the Drama Desk Awards, um, shows like Mamma Mia, Chicago, uh, all the opening night parties. And um, uh, previously for that, I used to uh, co-produce a lot of the lifestyles of the rich and famous shows for Robin Leach. Oh, yes. And I have a beautiful picture of you, me and Robin. Yes. That's very old. Wow. Yes. 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 And um, so when you were younger, is this what you wanted to be doing? Well, I moved from England in about 1970. I went to Los Angeles in 1970. And uh, I f started working um, as an assistant at ICM. Um, in the talent um, field and worked there for a couple of years. And then I got um, an interesting uh, ad that I read about a, um, a very famous woman that was looking for a girl Friday. And um, I sent her a reply saying, I'm not a girl Friday. I'm a man Friday. And I think I'd be um, perfect for what you're looking for. And it so happened that person turned out to be Shirley MacLaine. Um, I went for an interview with her in Los Angeles. And um, it was almost like I'd got the job because her hairdresser was there and was showing me what to do with her hair. Um, I then went on for another meeting with her two greatest friends, Abe and Eve Kronhausen, the German sex doctors who were vetting all the people that were going to work for her. Well, I had a couple more meetings, but I wasn't the right person. But it was certainly an incredible experience on meeting Shirley MacLaine. Who is probably my all-time hero that I've forgotten to talk about. You know, yeah. when I was younger. I was talking about, like, Sandra Bullock. I wanted to be Shirley. She right. could sing and dance and funny. And I loved her from Sweet Charity to The Apartment, which is a movie with Jack Lemmon that most people will not even know. Right. right. But she was my hero. And yeah. if you look at it, she's now in her late 80s, opinionated, going strong, 
And I'd forgotten until you just mentioned her. I got to put her back into my life. That yeah. she is one of my time heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Incredible woman. And you know, so one of my first jobs was a kind of a girl Friday social secretary. I wanted to work. I wanted to know what it was like to have money. So I got hired to be a social secretary for the Grace family. They have that huge building in New York City. And he was in his 60s. She was in her 30s. <clears throat> and I had no idea what to do. They just thought I was cute because I was an actress and I was bubbly. But right. we had barons and earls and princes. I had no idea what I was doing, but I sure did learn fast. Yes. that's good what's the biggest advice so we both sought to associate with people i don't think people do that anymore now when i go to hire an assistant i want eighty thousand plus a vacation bonus i'm like you're 21 years old yeah then i would work for somebody for i work for room and board i think yes to to learn well what big advice would you give to somebody now who wants to move into their dreams when they're young well i mean obviously i think to do that, the experience, to get the experience is the most important thing because from, from that point on, with the experience you get from that position, that takes you into another field, into another league and to um, a position where you can gain higher levels. So I think the most important thing is, you know, forgetting about I want 80 grand a month and I want a car and I want this and that is just to say whatever suits you. Uh, whatever appeals to you, I feel I'm qualified. I'd like to be on board. I think that's great advice. Now, yeah. Robin Leach, a lot of people don't know generationally. They don't know who Dustin Hoffman and Barbara Streisand is now. And the crazy thing about young 20-year-olds is they tell me, I also don't want to know, which is yeah. very different. Because when I was young, I wanted to know about Humphrey Bogart and Charlie Chaplin, people who came before me. I was wildly curious. I'm a history right. So when you talk about Robin Leach, will you explain about who Robin was and Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, what that was and how it all came to be? Well, basically, Robin was an English journalist and he had the idea of exposing celebrities to the general public in a light that nobody had ever seen before to show exactly what their lifestyle was. He came up with a whole format and did this and traveled all over the world with these people or went to their homes. And it was an insight to celebrities that one doesn't even see anymore. And it was an extremely successful show that ran for, you know, years, I think probably seven or eight years, um, and was syndicated all over the world. Um, And probably every single celebrity that initially said, I'm not interested, I don't want to do that, eventually said, yeah, I'll do it. So we we haven't done a show like that since, have we? No, no. I mean, you get, you know, the normal E.T. and Access Hollywood, but it's nothing. It's nothing in depth and up close and personal with with celebrities that uh, Robin used to do. Robin was wildly charismatic. What do you think was the secret to his success? I think that you just hit the nail on the head that he was charismatic and that, um, People weren't afraid to share secrets with him and have a laugh with him and have a joke. And um, that was that was the whole key to the success. I mean, it wasn't he wasn't looking to expose anything that was embarrassing. Um, he just basically was following what their everyday lives would be and and what they enjoyed doing, where they enjoyed traveling and, um, you know, what they were excited about. So and, you were around before social media. Yes. What do you think social media has done for us, good and bad? 
Well, I mean, I think it's good. I remember my sister told me about Facebook many years ago. I think it's good for reconnecting with a lot of people that you haven't seen or you've lost connections with. Um, I think the bad thing about it is it, it, is it um, sometimes occupies way too much of your time to the point where you get um, carried away and um, just waste a lot of time looking at a lot of stuff that you realize is, is not important. <laughs> well, that's, that is definitely true, but it is an interesting way to promote who you are, to establish your personality. And one of the things that I teach and love is brand. Will you yes. share for a second about how important it is for people to establish their personal brand? Um, yes, depending on uh, anything that you do, whether you're a, whether you're a chef, whether you're um, a hairdresser, uh, it doesn't matter what you do or whether you're an actor, whatever. It, it's it's good to expose yourself, and um, with social media, it's a it's a platform and a format that people never had the chance to use before. So again, whether it doesn't matter what you do, whether you're a chef, whether you're an actor, whether you're a hairdresser, whatever, you want to promote yourself and also to expose what goals you want. You know, if you're looking to work um, on somebody's yacht and you're the, the most incredible chef, that gives you the, the a level and exposure to go to people that, you never get the chance to meet or um, or find. I completely agree about that. You know, we're talking, you and I, again, about PR. I yeah. guess really crappy PR agents, people who took my money monthly, said they were going to do something, never did anything. Will you define what PR is? I've got a lot of entrepreneurs who love this show. What is PR and why do we want it? <clears throat> well, PR, meaning public relations, is basically um, getting exposure, whether it's in print, whether it's in, on television, whether it's on radio. Um, I think the most uh, crucial part of public relations is having a really, really good um, release story about what you do, what you're doing, what you aim to do. Um, once that's been achieved, the success is basically getting into the hands of people who can either book you on a TV show, book you on a radio show, or write an article about you. Um, and the strength of a good PR is basically the connections that they have and, um, and what they know. Well, so let's assume that we have someone who wants to get their own PR, which I think you can do nowadays. What what do we need to do? Oh, can I mean, I remember in the old days, there was a lot of gatekeepers. But nowadays, you could get on your own show if you wanted to. Right. Write a press release. What would you suggest in terms of all the people listening right now? There's a lot of people listening live. How do you get your own PR? How do you get your own PR? Yeah. Meaning meaning to hire a, a, a PR company? No, no, no. To th see, in the old days, you had to pay, it was like five grand a month or something. I paid. Oh, I mean, how, how to get your own press going. Yeah. Like if you want, if you said, look, I'm, I have a limited budget, but I have access and I'm smart and I could write emails like anyone else. What would you do? I think basically um, once you've written, once you've written what you feel is the perfect release is then submitted to as many, many outlets as possible, which you can do for free. It doesn't cost you anything to submit a release. So um, 
you could go down to probably thousands of different websites, you know, which in, include national newspapers, national magazines, and submit your story. Now, obviously, you know, if you have the names of the editors or assistant editors or story editors, that's a, a great help. And, and you can get the names of those people and their emails address by researching that. So it's not that difficult to compile a list. Uh, whatever industry you're in, you just go to that industry's relevant web pages, websites, and find out um, if it's a hairdressing journal. You know, you can find out the name of the editor who writes stories about new hairdressing trends, new hairstyles. Um, so it doesn't matter what industry you're in or what industry you want to be in or what job. It's not that difficult if you put in the time to research it um, to achieve that. Now, you know, you're bound to get something. You're bound to get published somewhere. You're bound to get exposure somewhere. Um, but obviously, the more you try, the more research, the more successful you be. I and you can do that. And you can do that uh, without having to spend anything. I love that. And I'm hoping all my entrepreneurs are listening to this because it's very important that you understand the value of getting press. I want to go in a little bit of a different turn for a second. And that is you are now living in Las Vegas, correct? Yes. And life was going along just fine until last week. What happened? Yes. Well, a little, little thing called fire. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, uh, everything I had disappeared and um, not too good. So now I'm waiting for the insurance to um, to uh, organize everything. So where were you living? I was I was living in um, right next to the Las Vegas Country Club. And the whole building went up, or just parts of it? What happened? The well, my apartment and the apartment next door, basically. Oh, and they know how it yeah. happened. Uh, they think it was an electrical fault, but you know, I they hadn't told me exactly yet what it was. That is. Grace, gracefully, one thing I have not experienced, I don't want to. I did have an oven blow up in my face, and that was its own issue. Uh, we have to make sure that we're still on time here. Um, and uh, But a fire. So you had all the things that you've been saving and collecting, your material yeah. goods. What's the most precious thing that you lost? I think it would be photographs. Um, photographs of, of um, and memories, you know, because... For um, a lot of years and all the photographs of people and loved ones and friends and family, uh, you can't re re really replace. Well, and that is one reason nowadays we put things on Google. There's a cloud. Yeah. And that's an important thing to know, because that was my biggest fear growing up. Uh, and I've lost a couple of hard drives in the old days yeah. where they just went away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so photographs, yes. What's something else that you've been thinking about? That And go ahead, I'll ask one other reason. What's something else that you lost that you're sad about? Um, my 60s jacket? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's the main thing. You know, I mean, you know, pots and pans and plates can be replaced. Clothes can be replaced. Um, everything else can be replaced, but you can't really, you cannot replace memories. Um, well, the beautiful thing is we can't replace you either, and you're here. So that's, that's important. True. Were you at home when it happened? No. Um, I was actually going for a morning run. And when I came back, that's when I discovered her. 
So now if you had to put it into a crazy perspective and say, you know what, Forbes, I needed to release things. I know that sounds crazy. How would you turn that around if you were telling the story of Christopher's life and this thing happened because I needed to what? In the most positive way you can think of. Well, I guess most positive ways you you know, think about starting afresh. Um, and maybe some of the things that you had that got destroyed, you weren't meant to have anymore. And um, time to go on with the new. And... Um, but feel confident and uh, excited about the new life. And I I think for all of you listening that that is the big lesson right now, because Christopher and I are going to work, do some fun things together. We hadn't had a chance to work together in a long time because it is that next and new. Yes. And I feel as I'm purging things in my house, how I sometimes hold on to things and maybe you do as well. Yes. Don't serve you. Right. Yeah. You think, did I really need that? And sometimes you know, under, on, a, on a normal day, you just happen to look at something and, and then you think to yourself, if I had a fire and it burnt, would I miss it? And a lot of times the answer is no. So it's funny. It is. And I'm going to take that as a lesson just because sometimes it's so important when things happen that don't go the way you want them to, what you do with that information. Yes, you- absolutely. Yeah. And so this last weekend we were in Sedona. And it was just a fascinating thing. We got right to the town as the engine broke and all the liquid oh. out of the engine. Oh, my God. But it happened to be right across the street from an ATV rental place. <laughs> it was Easter and there were no rental cars. And so we ended up in a bright green slingshot bunny mobile <laughs> for the entire day. And you have to go, wow, how grateful I am that it did that, broke down at that moment to experience that. And I will tell you, when you look at life that way, guys, for everything, it becomes more fun. Yes. Have you ever written a book? You, it's funny you should say that because I've been told by many people I should. And recently, I started to go through a lot of things and wrote them all down and went back and then started to write down the years and then started to write key things in, in chapters. So I've got the basis of the book already planned out with all the experiences and people I've met over the years. So yes, definitely. And when, <laughs> and when will that be done? I would say realistically within the, the next year. Good. All right. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I, would, I would totally read it. Christopher, I love yeah. your life. And every time we'd be in New York and all the celebrities that would just gravitate towards you again, it's a combination of who you are in this world. What was your, Oh, you know what? We've got a quick break. We're going to take in about two minutes. What was your dad like? He was a raconteur and he was one of the, the, um, he was one of the number one backgammon players in the world. And one of his closest friends was the, I don't know, you may not know the name, was Lord Lucan, who was accused of murdering his wife many years ago. They never discovered her body. Um, But yes, he was a raconteur. He used to play backgammon every day at the Claremont Club in London, in Barclay Square. And um, I met a lot of interesting people through him as well. Yeah. I just love this. Hey, guys, for everyone listening, we're talking to my dear friend, Christopher Raphael. 
who is in Las Vegas at the moment. I'm here in St. Pete, wherever you are. I hope you're enjoying your day or night, however, what time you listen to this program. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be right back with the Forbes Factor after this message. Don't go away. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the very last piece of a show on the network called Influences that I helped launch many, many years ago on Voice America. We're being up-leveled and upgraded to the Variety Channel starting next week. You're going to see some new branding, um, some great new celebrity guests. I just got news today, Christopher, that my dear friend, Jack Lane, he passed away about 10 years ago. His wife and I are still best friends. She's 97. Today, the news got released that Mark Wahlberg is, in fact, going to play Jack Lane in the movie about his life. Wow. And I'm just so ex- I'm so excited for her, for us, and for his legacy. Yeah. Fantastic. Did you ever meet Jack? I never had the pleasure of meeting him, no, no. He was one of a kind. There was no one ever like him. And I think a little bit of that got to rub off on me for eight years. And certainly everybody around the world got to meet us and juicing and health. And what a what a bless. And he met both of my children, which is just so extraordinary for us. We all hang out together until he passed away when he was 96. Oh, so Christopher, you've done a lot of things with your life. What's next? Um, basically, I'm working on doing um, a uh, an award show for uh, next year in Vegas, the Las Vegas Entertainment Awards, which basically honoring excellence in um, in 
basically the top fields, comedy, um, male singers, female singers, uh, that type of thing. Magicians. So, sorry? Magicians. Uh, magicians, magicians, comedians, everything, yes. So, you know, um, New York has the Tony Awards, Los Angeles has the Golden Globes and the Academy Awards, but Las Vegas, who's really the entertainment capital of the world, doesn't have their own award show. So... You heard it here, folks. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to be doing and to launch. Yeah. Many, uh, during COVID, I launched my coaching company, and we're all about excellence. And so my daughter and I produced an award show called The Excellies. Right. Which, yeah, I will. I love award shows, so I'm excited to see you make that come to fruition. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then yeah. you just had a chance to meet Doc Phineas, who was just on my show. Doc Phineas is the steampunk king of vegas yes in fact i remember seeing him in the um, virgin hotel commercials as well yeah that and he does yeah. stars and i'll tell you i'm thinking about moving out to vegas so vegas get ready because i think it's where i met the love of my life uh we met in a hotel room in las vegas don't ask it's a long fun story uh, <laughs> he came there to do a fitness shoot with me and he never left oh so that's good funny how things happen Yes, yes, yes. Uh, have you been to see any of the shows lately in Vegas? Um, I think the last show I saw, which was hysterical, was um, the um, Sebastian Maniscalco. What is that? He's probably one of the funniest comedians around right now. Um, he has a book out. He was just in a. He just had a film release with Robert De Niro, um, and um, he's been around for quite a while, but. He's, probably one of the funniest comedians I've ever seen in my life. Sebastian Metascalco. I've never heard of no. him. Excited Seba to look him up. Sebastian is his first name. Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco. And, and if you looked on YouTube, he's got a lot of videos. You would have a very humorous and exciting day. I would love that. Nothing yeah. humorous. I love that. I was yeah. just I saw... I've seen all the Cirque du Soleil shows. Love, love, love them. Right. It's sad about the passing of the guy who created them. That was very unfortunate. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And I think for me, there's a big thing being built there. You know that big black sphere? Have you heard about this? Yes. It's supposed to be opening the end of the year with uh, U2. Yeah. it's Guys, if you haven't seen it, it's like, it's like a spaceship landed in the middle of Vegas. It's massive. Right. Black sphere like so many stories tall and it's going to be a 3d interactive with you two i mean that's crazy yeah between that and the football stadium and you know it is the mega of of life at the moment yes oh, cool all right so you and i are going to work together as any partner would in um in terms of pr what i've got a lot of entrepreneurs i'm sitting here with a whole bunch of books of people what would you suggest somebody think about if they want to become more popular, more famous, more well-known? Well, I, I think obviously the answer to that would be to promote themselves. Um, and, and once again, getting back to what we said before, it, it's in today's day and age, if you spend the time, and this the most important thing is just spending a lot of time on research on where and how to promote yourself. I think that's the key fact, key factor. And you can do that for nothing, literally nothing. You just spend, if you spend a whole day on the internet and just research the whole thing, you'd have enough ammunition 
to send a press release about yourself to, you know, the, the necessary people to get something going. And if your story is interesting, then who knows where it can lead to. Can you talk to me about work ethic? Have you noticed that it's changed in people? Um, yeah, I think people have become a little bit lazier um, than, than people, you know, normally used to be. Um, that's the most important thing I've found is that, you know, they're just um, looking to sort of maybe shorten the time and doing something. You've been around lots of amazing celebrity, famous people. What's one or two of the biggest takeaways that would really you'd like to pour into people's ears? I think the, the most important thing, no matter who you are, what you do, how famous you are, is to be nice to people. Um, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. And it's a lot better to have people remember you as that as opposed to saying, oh, the guy was an idiot or, you know, just brushed me off. And I think that the celebrities forget that the general public, the people that made them what they are today. And if it wasn't for the general public, nobody would hear, hear them or they would not be known. You know, that's very true. I, I guess I had some phenomenal teachers when I was younger whether real or imagined, uh, I used to just idolize certain people. But I had a moment, I was a kid. I loved David Cassidy from the Partridge family. I'd waited several hours to get my little album autographed, the one with the little pigeons, all the little partridges. I got up to the rope. I could see him. I was in, I was like, I was shaking. And the woman comes up to me and said, I'm sorry, David is finished for today. We're all going home. And at that moment, I had a, a little epiphany and I said to myself, if I'm ever that famous, and obviously you cannot do that for everyone. I understand the reality of what happened, but that I would work very hard to be there for other people. And to this day, it's one of the things I'm known for. I will stay for hours and autograph and sign and hug and talk to people because I don't want anyone to feel as as I felt. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. It comes down to being nice. What's another, yeah. what's another life lesson from your own life? that you think is important for us to know? Uh, I think patience. I think patience is something that um, is extremely important. You know, if something, you know, if you, you want something to happen today and you're expecting it to happen today and it doesn't, you know, I think one has to be patient and just wait uh, because when, the, when it's right, the timing is right, that's when it's going to happen. So... Well, now help me out with that one. I have, I just got a doctorate and I have no patience, but I'm bummed. Uh, how, <laughs> how do you learn patience? Uh, I think patience is, is, is learned just from experience. And, um, you know, just, just um, I guess it's, it's just something you learn from experience and time. Um, and just... Um, yeah, I mean, there's really not a lot to say, but I think just to be patient, you know, it's certainly frustrating a lot of times, whether whatever the situation is. I just love uh, that you said that. Yesterday, my coaching to one of my clients was, in fact, I love people picking a word for this year. My word is implementation. And I right. said to her that her word is definitely has to be patience. Because yeah. <laughs> what, what is your word for the 2023? Um, optimism. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. That's very powerful. We are almost at the end of this beautiful hour. Christopher, what would you like 
people to remember about you? Um, that I have a lot of patience. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy meeting people. I enjoy putting projects together. Um, I enjoy coming up with different ideas and, um, you know, would love uh, anybody's interested in learning more about the Las Vegas Entertainment Awards or getting involved. Uh, they can contact me through you. And um, anybody has any projects they're looking to get promoted, you know, love to hear about that as well. Definitely. Um, uh, I enjoy working uh, more than just doing nothing. I think uh, using one's brain on a daily basis as much as possible is uh, is beneficial. I mean, the worst thing they say about, you know, people that are extremely old is not using the brain is um, is not good for people. I think it's to, to be active and lead an active life is something that everybody should be aware of. Well, I think you're just extraordinary. I want to give you a big, big birthday hug and I will be talking to you on the phone. Uh, final 30 seconds you want to say to everyone, go. Um, well, I've enjoyed talking to you and having seen a lot of your work recently, um, I can only say that I highly recommend everybody to to work with Forbes on her summits and all the um, different workshops she's doing because really she knows the answers and can help you in a lot of different ways. Wow. I'm going to have to put that on a recording so that I hear it every day. <laughs> That was spectacular, Christopher. So much to be learned. Great friendship, great life. Guys, if you're listening to everyone at, the, at, uh, at Voice America, all the team that makes this happen and makes me look so good, they really work very, very hard to promote, to produce a beautiful product. I'm excited to move networks on the platform. I will see you again right here Wednesday, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific. My name is Forbes Riley, and you're listening to The Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness above all else. I'll see you again next time. Mwah. Be well, and I'm out of here. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon. 